my favorite station. Topping in the morning. Six till ten. Topping in the morning. Hilarious morning show. My favorite radio station. I love white radio. Can you believe it's Thursday? Can you believe it's Thursday? Wow, it's Thursday. I know. My Friday. Sorry. <laughs> Always one, that. Yeah, you started it. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Hayley and Jamie are here. You all right? I'm grand, thank you. Are you managing to enjoy the sunshine at all? I am a little bit. It's beautiful. It is lovely, isn't it? It is a gorgeous day. A gorgeous, gorgeous day. Yeah. I didn't get out in it yesterday, but the day before I managed to fall asleep. So apologies to my neighbour. Well, in the you, garden. If you heard me snoring. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> of course Jamie did. <laughs> well, waking up thinking, what's a snoring? Yeah, probably. <laughs> probably, to be fair. Uh, so uh, today is an anxious day for me. Right. My anxiety levels are uh, are on a 11. And I'm really, I'm really... You're not quite right, are you're you? You're not. Do you know what? When I came in this morning, I thought... Mm, uh, actually, I, I said the same. I said, you're right. And you went, yep. Yeah. I went, are you sure? Yep, that's all I got. Yeah. And all then right. we found out why. Yeah. I forgot my mobile this morning and it's dreadful. And I'm I, I'm the first to admit it that I think, you know, I think I have an addiction. You need to really? get a ride this evening then, I think. Yes. I think that... that, that I do. I think it's very difficult, isn't it? Because if you're on your phone and you use your phone a lot for work, because I do like with my emails and everything all on your phone you're constantly looking at that sort of stuff so when you haven't got it you feel like there's that whole sense of loss don't you yes. like where is it do you know what though who's I've... ringing me who's trying to get in touch with me <laughs> I forgot mine didn't I on what Tuesday or Monday best thing I'd done for really? a long time I felt I felt cleansed I'm not going to lie liberated I did do you know what it was nice how many missed calls and messages did you have I had 58 whatsapps <laughs> yeah but a that's couple just of a messages. silly boys group <laughs> doesn't, very count. True, very doesn't true. count does it Paul <laughs> no uh, yeah they weren't direct messages so how many actually. calls did you have just the one from Vodafone. But it was from you, wasn't it? <laughs> that was you from your work number. Yeah, ring, ringing your phone, going, yeah. I don't know where it is. And I had one message, and it was just to tell me I had a voicemail. Brilliant. Thanks very <laughs> much. <laughs> don't you think, though, it is weird that in this day and age, I was, I was reading something about this, this kind of thing, because I think it's not just me. I think a lot of people are like this. We're addicted yeah. to them. Yeah, and we apparently are. the more you actually use your phone to look at news, you know, whatever Anything. it might be... The more you want, yeah, and it is yeah. a kind of like drug of information. I, I just find it now; it's really unsocial, isn't it? When you go for dinner and you just go out of your friends, and people oh. are constantly on their phones, it actually drives me nuts. Well, sometimes like, I find myself doing it without actually knowing that yeah. I'm doing it. Well, I went to go on my phone probably four or five times in the office, and it was like, oh yeah, I haven't got it. Oh, it's not there. Oh, it's not there. And it was it was nice. Because I feel like all you do sometimes is have a little scroll, look at Instagram, well, they've got this, Facebook. They've got this new thing, haven't they, where you can pick, where it shows you how many times you've picked it yes. up yeah. and how many times, on average, I think I'm somewhere between, I think it's about 92 times a day on average. Wow. I put my phone up to look at it yeah. and I get something like two or 300 messages. Yeah. Th- or, notifications. or notifications. Yeah. It's yeah, not it's good. Not, it's no. not. It's not. I think you should go... As much as you can today without the phone. That's my oh, challenge to you. On your head, be it. <laughs> 11 minutes past seven, it's Isle of Fight Radio. A little bit later on the show, how do you fancy getting up close and personal with Chris Packham? 
I'll be telling you how he's going to be on the show in a little while. First of all, though, 11 minutes past seven. Let's get this on from uh, Will Young. This is Jealousy. I take it all back, all that I said. It comes out too fast, so I just couldn't help the way that I felt. I started the fire. Watching you walk, I followed you there. Standing too close, it's hurting. I pictured the words, the warmth of your breath. With um, like you know, like the little steam mop thing that you get, you know, oh, the yeah. little end bit that goes yeah. on the steam mop. Yeah, I bought one off eBay, not eBay. I think it was Facebay or somewhere like that. And then I thought I'm going to clean the oven, and I just sort of sat there on the floor in the kitchen, just getting all the bits off. And I was like, I felt like I felt liberated. It's the only done. way to do it. Uh, in my oven, it's got like double glazing on the front. Yeah, but it's got a vent as well, which I assume stops it from sort of I don't know the temperature something or other, but. How do you get between the two bits? Yeah. Is there a way of doing mm. that? Don't know. I bet another cleaner man could tell you. The other great thing that I found for cleaning... This is this is a good one. Actually, my dad found it for cleaning a microwave. You can get these wipes now. Yeah. And they're literally like normal wipes. And you put them in the microwave and you put them on for like three or four minutes and it creates this steam... Really? ...inside. And it cleans it? Which, which then cleans basically you just have to wipe round wow the wonders of modern technology wow. <laughs> don't even start don't even we should write a tip book <laughs> shouldn't we don't even start me on getting rid of tomato ketchup stains from uh, from oh Ooh, jamie's jamie no yeah jamie's written that topping in the morning no doubt, don't speak. It's Isle of Wight Radio. Thank you so much to everyone that's calling Carpenters Road by Oasis. There is a branch down on a tree and it is causing problems this morning. People are having to kind of... It's on an awkward corner, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, having to swerve around. So uh, take extra care. And again, thank you to... Uh, we've had dozens of calls this morning about that. So thank you to everybody who's getting in touch. A little bit later on the show, Chris Packham is going to be here. I always remember remember Chris Packham from the uh, the Really Wild show, That was my, one of my favourites. When he used when to have his kid. hair bleached. Yes. And he looked like a sort of, he looked like a sort of... Um, boy band. Boy band member. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was going to say like a sort of, um, somebody who who is interested in animals and Bart Simpson combined. Oh. Do you know what I mean with that? Topping. That hair. Anyway. He's going to be on the show a little bit later on, and we're going to be telling you how you can get up close and personal with uh, Chris Packham and raise money for a great charity as well a little bit later on. Uh, right, I tell you what, should we? Uh, the phones are going crazy this morning. Let me just let me just take a very quick phone call here. Hopefully, this isn't going to backfire. Hello, morning, Isle of Wight Radio. Who's that? Hi, it's Sue. Um, I've sat on Fairley Road for twenty-five minutes just at a standstill. 
is no, it? Newport. I don't know what's wrong. Oh, I think it's the traffic lights. Traffic lights are out there. So, uh, oh, just just take a just take a deep breath, and we'll get. Yeah, I just want to let people know because you can't get down fairly. It's just at standstill. All right. Well, thank you so much for your call this morning. It's okay. much appreciated. All right. Have a nice day. And Bye. you enjoy the sunshine if you can. There you go. So fairly bit so of a it's nightmare. The slip road, isn't it? From the fairly road. onto yeah. yes. Onto there Medina is temporary way. traffic lights as well on Fairly Road. They put everything down there. Keep yeah. going. How yeah. can we make someone's Thursday morning great? <laughs> I know. We'll do this. Anyway, it's time for today's headline on hearsay. If you're joining us on Facebook right now, hello to you. Facebook.com forward slash Isle of White Radio if you want to play along at home. Here we go. A woman was left red-faced when she realised she'd been wearing her swimsuit the wrong wrong way round. 20-year-old Lindsay Brown from Scotland was on a girls' holiday in Ibiza when she noticed something unusual about it. After contacting the company she bought it from online, complaining, she was actually told that she had the one-piece on upside down. Is that headline or is it hearsay? Hold on. Upside Upside down? down Yeah. The wrong way round. So, like, you know, the other way. That's ridiculous. It physically wouldn't fit. I'm, I mean, I'm... I'm <laughs> I, I, I don't know what to say, do you? You blushing? <laughs> I, I don't know, but it's making my eyes water. <laughs> <laughs> I could understand... Well, back to front. Yeah, back I mean, to front, easy. Having watched an episode or two of Love Island... So, An episode one or two. One or two. Yeah. I think. How about everyone since no, you started? No, no, no. I haven't watched them all the way through. Not everyone, but swim swimming Can't stuff change. for ladies is beyond me. It's I mean, well, it's. I hope yeah. it's cheap because they don't use much material <laughs> these days, do they? Very true. I, yeah, I don't know I, how I, I feel about this. But I don't know how it could be upside down. Back to front, maybe, but upside down. Cause yeah, because I can see how they probably got confused because a lot of these women costumes have, like, the one shoulder thing now. Yeah. Oh, oh, my goodness. <laughs> so it sort of goes over one shoulder, so you can imagine then that would Makes be... it even more eye-watering. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, What's so, Facebook saying? What does Facebook... <laughs> What does Facebook say? There's if if this it. isn't true, Jamie has been thinking about this. Can I just <laughs> yeah. say that? Can we just, just all have Strange a... Strange man. Yeah. Oh, all right. Uh, let's have a look. Julia said, uh, headline. Julie says that's hearsay. Uh, David says, headline, as does Elizabeth and Victoria. Bryn, Andrea, Philip, Lucy and Holly all say headline. Really? Um, and, Yeah. Yeah. Let's go headline then. Okay, we'll go headline. I mean, it is a headline. Wow. She complained to the company online in a tweet who then said, uh, you've got it on the wrong way around. (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Wow. Eye-watering stories this morning. (laughs) 
A sleeping passenger was left on board an Air Canada flight earlier this month, hours after the plane landed and the crew disembarked. Tiffany O'Brien from Ontario said she fell asleep in an empty row of seats on her short flight home from Quebec. She awoke hours later to find that she was still strapped in her seat and alone on the cold, dark plane with no phone battery. She was finally found hours later. Headline or hearsay? How can they do that now with all the security checks? I mean, surely they must... They clean the plane, don't they? Yeah. You don't... You have a team that goes on. They count them off. You you don't... I'm sure if you own a a company that that has airlines, that you don't turn around and go, oh, do you know what? It's been a long flight. Been a long day. We'll leave that. We'll clear it up tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. Just stand at the front and have a little tiptoes. Yeah. Yeah, That's fine. Yeah, that's all good. Even though, saying that, I've told this story before. My wife loves it every time I tell the story. Uh, (laughs) Which one's this? This is the one where she fell asleep on uh, one of the ferries on uh, on the island uh, and woke up and it was in complete darkness. And they were just locking up, and it was it. They'd moved it to a separate part of the dock uh, where the passengers don't get off. And she just managed to catch the guy just before he got off. Oh wow! Yes, how did that happen? Well, she fell asleep. They did obviously didn't check. Didn't check. So they had to drive around. Did they have to drive around? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, actually, I think she turned around and went. Can you drive me? I don't really fancy yeah. walking through the docks at night, if that's no. all right. No, definitely not. But, yeah, I think they were as shocked as she was. Wow. So, I don't know. What does Facebook I wanna, say? I want to say hearsay, but... Lynn says headline, but Bryn says hearsay. The cleaners come on. Uh, Lucy says hearsay, as does Anne and Julia. Julie and Elizabeth also say hearsay. Philip, Andrea, Holly all saying hearsay as well. I think it's got to be hearsay, isn't it? I think it? hearsay. They would check the plane and clean it before... And check the numbers. They do. They don't count you off a plane, though, do they? Uh, how do you know? You've never watched them. I've, what, I've seen them. Mm. Because you, there's no way that you could go, thank you, thank you, and be counting at the yeah, same time. Yeah, together, and one one says thank you. Oh, oh yeah, good point. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Anyway, uh, we're going... Hearsay. It is actually a headline. Wow. Yep. It Seriously. Is true. Yeah. Have a look online. They, um, yeah. She um, she went into the jobs co- lost there into the cockpit and um, was flashing a a light and then a phone battery died and yeah it was not good not good. Even though to be fair, if you found where they uh, stashed those mini bottles, oh. of you could have a little party. Okay. <laughs> Party for one. Party for one. As many pe- private jet. As many peanuts <laughs> as you can eat. <laughs> England women's football captain Steph Houghton's despair at missing a penalty could be softened by the offer of a contract for Pizza Hut commercials. The Pizza Hut exec, Simon Williams, said, Steph's a legend to everyone in the country. Despite her penalty miss, she's done us proud. What better way to support her than by offering her exactly what we offered the men's team in the 90s? She'll follow in the footsteps of the current England manager, Gareth Southgate, Chris Waddle and Stuart Pearce, who all starred in a Pizza Hut advert. Now, I, Headline or hearsay? I remember somebody talking about this when I was watching the TV the other night that, oh, you know, or maybe somebody tweeted, oh, she'll be in the Pizza Hut commercial. And I didn't really understand what it meant. Oh. I don't really understand what it means. Well, when Southgate missed the penalty in 1996, he um, they did a Pizza Hut ad and he put the bag over his head. Oh. Yeah, do you remember? With the little I vaguely eyes. do you remember that. Yeah. 
And I actually did that in the school play as well. <laughs> you are because he was playing for Villa at the time, and I. You yeah, did it in the school I, play. I had to reenact it, yeah, in the school play. Look, Never forget. They're going, what can we give Jamie? I don't know. Anything that, <laughs> anything that involves putting a bag over his head. <laughs> Literally was. <laughs> All you could see was this glow. I think it was, a Hoover, it was an old teeth. Hoover bag. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, don't put a bag over no. your head. No, really Very don't. dangerous. Really don't. Um, headline. You think it's a headline? I think it's Facebook, a headline. Facebook, Jamie? Uh, let's have a look. Anne says hearsay, as does Bryn and Julia. But Julie says headline. Andrea says headline. Elizabeth, Philip, Karen, all saying headline. Uh, nice use of the pizza emoji. Yes. Very, very yeah. good. I like it. So, uh, let's, what are we going with? I think headline. Okay, we're going headline. It is hearsay. Jamie's oh, won. Oh, look at that. Jamie has won. Two days he, in a row. He, he looks happy, doesn't he? Is that two days in a row? It is two days in a row. Wow, wow. look at you. You're a bit more excited, Jamie. Sir Jamie of Nettleston. <laughs> Nettleston. All rice. <laughs> no. It's CV. <laughs> Actually. Is it uh, Seaview? I'm not CV telling you where code. I live. I don't want you turning up. <laughs> what? I don't want you turning up. Oh. Anyway, uh, it's uh, quarter to eight. It's Isle of Wight Radio. Uh, what was the address again? I'm not to, definitely not telling you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you to everyone who's joined us on Facebook this morning. Thank you to you for playing along at home. We'll have the latest travel soon. Wake up, wake up. I know it's about time to get up. The island's favourite station. The island's favourite station. Isle of Wight Radio. Madcon and begging at Isle of Wight Radio. Chris Packham on the show very, very soon. Uh, we're talking about Party at the Zoo. It's uh, new and raising funds for the Wild Heart Trust. More details on that in just a little while. But now it is time for us to play uh, the game that everybody is talking about. It's the game with no name. Are we ready for this? It always creates a little bit of controversy. Jamie, I'm ready. I was going to say. Are you, Jamie, are you, are you ready? Are you, are you it's both, not a trick question. Are you both there? Yeah, I'm all good. Okay. So, wow. who's going? I'm going to go first. I never get to no, go first. I'm going first. No, go on. <laughs> Here we go. Festival No Show Act oh, wow. takes the rubbish out. I know this I one. I know this one. <laughs> Jamie was first. Are you laughing? I can't believe this. <laughs> Jess Glynn emptying the bin. Is the right answer. Ding dong. Congratulations and well done to me for getting something that rhymes. Uh, to be fair, I, I just wait after I've done that. I'm like, Glynn, bin, Glynn, bin, Glynn, bin, 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 Glynn. Uh, right, are we ready? Yes, I'm ready. Okay, uh, I have a feeling I know what the start of uh, <laughs> Haley's is. Here we go. Non-shower at the Isle of Wight Festival <laughs> is having her favourite drink. Uh, I know this I know one. This one. I, don't I know. think it was probably Jamie. Actually. Yeah, go on. <laughs> is it Jess Glynn drinking some gin? Yes. <laughs> that's weird, isn't it? So weird. It's just great minds, Haley. That's is. that's what it is. Great minds. <laughs> We're definitely challenging. Right, here we go. Can we make it three out of three? Here comes Jamie's. 
She was a no-show at the Isle of Wight. <laughs> <laughs> he is the chimney sweep out of Mary Poppins, and he's trying to get a lift. I know this one. Go for it. Is it Dick, Dick Van Dyke's having a hike? No, it's hitchhiking. Oh. Say the whole thing right and I'll give it to you. Oh. you. You got it pretty much. Dick Van Dyke is hiking. <laughs> no. We're gonna we're gonna turn we're gonna turn it over to the phones. Uh, I think probably one of the easiest ones we've ever done. <laughs> Uh, eight, basically sort of said it, but just not in the right order. 822002. What's the clue again, Jamie? He is the famous chimney sweep in Mary Poppins, and he's trying to get himself a lift. Do you know what it is? If you think you know, then give us a call. You could be winning yourself an Amazon voucher worth £10. Let's uh, go to the phones. Hello. Who's that? Oh. Hello, it's Emma. Oh, turn your radio down, Emma. <laughs> uh, so, whereabouts are you? Um, in Cow, just doing a school run. Oh, right. Okay. So, uh, let's have the clue again, Jamie. The famous chimney sweep in Mary Poppins is hoping to get a lift. I think it's Dick Van Dyke asking for a hitchhike. It is indeed, Emma. Well done. (laughs) Emma, you've just won yourself a £10 Amazon voucher, all right? Oh, thank you. Yes, thank you. Pop up to Isle of Wight Radio and come and get it, all right? Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Have a lovely day. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Oh, she seemed very grateful, didn't she? Bless her. That's that's Emma. Well done to her. The Game With No Name back on the show. Uh, Same time, same place tomorrow. Do you think we need to plan it a little bit better? Well, no, I think it... it just shows, you yeah. know. I don't know where that came from because we haven't been talking about it. <laughs> no, and also, I'd only just done mine, like wrote it out very quickly. Well, I, I've written mine here. Yeah, yeah. look. Anyway, wow. let's continue. Chris Packham on the show very, very Woke soon. Up this morning can't shake the thunder from last night. Wake up, wake up. I know it's about time to get up. The island's favourite station. The island's favourite station. Isle of Wight Radio. Rhythm of the Night, it's Isle of Wight Radio, 22 minutes past eight. Now, what are you doing on Friday? Because there is an opportunity to uh, to meet a Goliath when it comes to, uh, well, it comes to nature and everything that there is to do with uh, animals. There's only one person that you can speak about, and it's got to be Chris Packham, who joins us on the show. Uh, morning, Chris, how are you? Good morning. Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Nice sunny morning here, looking at the wildflowers, bees are buzzing, butterflies are bouncing. So uh, things are good. Things are good. That's what we like to hear. Now, this coming Friday, it's an opportunity to really get up close and personal uh, with some animals and raise some money for a fantastic local Isle of Wight charity. Yeah, so the Wild Heart Trust, based at the Isle of Wight Zoo, has rescued a couple of lions from circus uh, conditions in Europe, which were truly intolerable, Vigo and Kumba. We brought them over, but we want to refurbish their bedroom block. The bedroom block they've got is okay, but we're constantly trying to update and improve the conditions of the animals at the zoo. So we need a few pounds, and we're having a charity fundraising evening between 6 and 9.30 um, at the zoo. There'll be four animal activities for people to visit. There'll be a bit of uh, medical care uh, demonstrations going on as well, showing people how we're able to medicate the animals non-intrusively. Bird of play demonstration as well. The people from the Hawk Conservancy Trust at Andover are coming 
down so there'll be some birds of prey flying. And there's food, of course. You need food if you're going to be there between 6 and 9.30. And for the first time, I'm very proud to say that the zoo is often offering a carnivorous diet, a vegetarian diet, and a vegan diet. Oh. Wow. Yeah, so good. It's going to be a good evening, I hope. And we're just looking to raise uh, some money. We're going to have an auction and various other fundraising activities as well to make life more comfortable for these poor lions that were treated so poorly in their European circus. Yeah, I've, I've been to see them. And I can't tell you, just a few weeks after they were introduced at the zoo, just how, you know, you know, when you look at an animal and you can kind of look into their eyes and you can see uh, what, what, how they're feeling. And the, these animals just look so happy as if they just couldn't believe what what uh, what real life was like well unfortunately the conditions they've been kept in are, are truly appalling um, they're kept in essentially containers uh, sized cages what we call beast wagons they're shipped around they're used for you know entertainment of a of a historical kind which is really no longer valid in the modern world but unfortunately it persists in on continental Europe and then for the winter they're locked up in squalid little quarters uh, some of the animals we've rescued have had their teeth cut off and their taut claws pulled out out. Um, and it, it's a sorry state, really, when, when you think that, you know, in the wild, these animals need fierce conservation at the moment. The number of tigers is declining, the number of lions is declining. And those that we do have in captivity uh, are, are being so badly abused. Our, our purpose with, at the Wild Heart Trust is to give them a forever home. We're a sanctuary for these animals. Um, we hope to use them as ambassadors to, you know, broaden awareness of the plight of both these, you know, uh, mis- misused and abused circus animals and also their wild counterparts. So the the benefit for the lions is that they get grass, they get a pond, they get good veterinary care, they get good food, all of those things which they've been denied previously in their life. So hopefully it's a win-win situation. Of course, I should state that that, these animals are used to people. They've been terribly abused by people. There is no chance, unfortunately, of us putting them back into the wild. Uh, Many of the animals which are taken away from circuses... um, can't even get as far as the Wild Heart Trust. They unfortunately have to be euthanized because of their physical and and mental condition. So, yeah. Alongside all of this, of course, we're helping to campaign for an end to circuses in in Europe. We've done a pretty good job in the UK. They're not completely gone yet, but they're so rare now that that as soon as an animal, a wild animal is seen in the circus in the UK, the uproar means that it's uh, pretty rapidly shut down, and so it should be. Yes, so uh, your chance to help out this uh, great local charity that is doing such great work, and as you say, you know, the animals that uh, that you have there uh, can't be released into the wild, uh, so you're looking after them, but it costs so much money uh, that uh, it's all to do with fundraising, and t- uh, this coming Friday, it's your chance to meet the world-famous Chris Packham up close and personal and hear you talking uh, about everything to do with the animals themselves and as you say uh, other animals and the bird encounter will be there as well yeah yeah i mean it's a, it's a, it's a it's a good friendly evening we hope for a lot of people to, to to come from the island we're very keen on building our community engagement with people there um but we're keen to see visitors as well of course but ultimately we feel part of that community and we want to offer something back to it and get many people to join in i mean you know it is about fundraising we do need some cash but it, it's also these evenings are a great place to meet people who share ideas about how we can improve um what we do and very often they're not 
opportunity to meet people who end up volunteering at the zoo. And they come with an enormous range of skills and energies and add tremendously to the work that's done there. So if you think that you've got something to offer and you have a genuine concern uh, for the plight of our, our wildlife and animals in captivity, then why not come along? And you can get tickets uh, over the phone or uh, on the website. They're £40. Um, you get your food. You get um, uh, to see all of these animals, learn a lot more about them. And I'll be there talking about a few of the species uh, as well, telling you quirky things <laughs> about them, whatever comes out of my mind at the time, of course, which is invariably sometimes quirky. But the... Um, the atmosphere, we did, we did one last year and the atmosphere was great. Everyone had a really enjoyable evening. The weather set fair, so we're looking forward to it. Yeah, the weather looks great for it. And of course, you've even got, you've even got Derek Sandy uh, performing uh, fresh from Britain's Got Talent, which I'm sure is one of your favourite shows, Chris, isn't it? Well, do you know what? I don't watch a lot. Of, I shouldn't say this, should I? But I don't watch too much TV, to be quite honest with you. I don't, I don't That's because you're on it all the time. Yeah, well, I never watch myself. God bless me. I think anyone who watches themselves on TV would have to be uh, either incredibly vain or, or or have nothing better to do. Um, so you know, no, no. I, I you know, I, I sort of ration my TV watching to to basically history documentaries in the main. To be honest with you, well, whenever I switch the TV on, I mean, BBC Two, you definitely can't watch that channel because pretty much the, you're on it every single evening with with one thing or another. I love the thing, uh, the the shows that you do especially that Arctic programme that you did, uh, was it uh, 18 months ago, something like that? Yeah, well, I've been very fortunate at the moment. We're, we're making quite a lot of programmes, a good mix, I think, of informative um, and educational in terms of you know the usual wildlife documentary, but also we're making some uh, other documentaries which are challenge, challenging people to think about the, the need for change, really, because we live in a rapidly changing world, and if we want it to be sustainable and healthy in the future, we're all going to have to change some of our habits. And I can, you know, side with the rest of the human race on the fact that, you know, we're not very good at change when people ask us to do things. We, we're quite resistant to it. But really, at this point in our in our history, we, we don't have a lot of choice. So it's important to raise questions for people to think about, not a sort of thing a wagger, uh, you, know, I'm, you know, I'm not somebody who tells people what to do, I'm, I ask people to think about what they do so that they can make their own decisions and increasingly we see people turning to more environmentally friendly ways of life because people are beginning to realise that the impact that we're having on the environment is so collectively negative that we're in, we're in deep trouble and... Um, and so I think it's important to, you know, to raise those issues where appropriate, and, and you know, whether that's on TV or, or elsewhere. So, yeah, yeah, there's always a little bit of campaigning. I'm campaigning at the moment. I'm very upset that two more golden eagles have gone missing under suspicious circumstances on a Scottish grouse moor. Um, and this is a part of a long history of raptor persecution that's taking place in that environment. It's no longer tolerable in the, in the 21st century. We don't have enough wildlife to waste like that. Certainly not iconic, beautiful and an ecologically important species such as a golden eagle. Um, so it's really important to, to tell everyone what's going on so that we can make changes. And this is criminal act. There's no, there's no ambiguity about it, it that it's law breaking and um, we just want the law to be up, up, upheld we're not anti-shooting in any way shape or form but we're certainly anti-illegal activity when it comes to wildlife crime and unbelievably you know whilst we're talking about the plight of these animals in circuses in Europe we, we can't turn our eyes away from the problems in our own backyard and they are many many fold unfortunately so for a nation of animal lovers we've still got work to do here yes so this coming friday your opportunity uh, to meet chris 
up close and personal, ask lots of questions, and I know that you have some amazing stories. It will be a fantastic evening, raising money for a great charity. Chris, it's always a pleasure uh, to talk to you. Could you do me one favour, though? We have someone okay. in, We have someone in our office called Tracy, and every time you come on the show, she's like, oh, Chris is Chris is my hero. Could you just say hello to her, uh, just, just so we can get it out the way? Okay, yeah, good morning, Tracy. I'm not sure you'd be your hero. There were far more fitting figures to be to play that role. But, I'll, you know, if it's because I, you know, occasionally stick my head above the power pit and try and campaign for a better world for wildlife, then I'll accept this, that mantle this morning. But I hope you have a really good and nice sunny day, Tracy. Try and get out of the office and into the sunshine. I'm here in Punch of a, I'm standing in front of a little tiny patch, a scruffy little patch of clover. It's not exactly a, a nature reserve, but it's buzzing with bees, and I've seen a couple of meadow grounds as well and some skipper butterflies on it today's going to be a good day for getting out and having some wildlife experiences on the isle of Wight. chris you're a great guy always a pleasure to talk to you thank you for coming on the show and uh, those, those tickets available now uh, we'll get a link up on our website and uh, you can go and meet chris and uh, have a great day chris you enjoy uh, the butterflies and the wildlife too thank you very much cheerio to work now yeah <laughs> off, to, right, off to work cheerio bye-bye it's Chris Packham. Wake up, wake up. I know it's about time to get up. The Island's favourite station. The Island's favourite station. Isle of Wight Radio. Isle of Wight Radio. It's Thursday morning traffic chaos. I think we could officially call it that now. Uh, a long, fairly road. Just been speaking to poor Sue. An hour and a half for her to travel on a journey that normally just takes her a few minutes. An hour and a half. Just because of one set of traffic lights. Engineers are en route. Yeah, basically they can't open that slip road due to the traffic lights not working. So normally you would just turn right. And then everyone would... Yeah, and everyone would kind of filter off. But you're having to go all the way around Coppins Bridge, so it's throwing a whole bunch of extra traffic that way. It means that the buses are delayed and you're just just going to have to take a deep breath. But don't worry, we're here. We're here for you. A lot of people asking about those tickets uh, for the... uh, Party in the zoo. Party at the zoo, yeah. You can get them from the zoo or from their website if you want to go along to that. And it's this coming Friday. And it includes the food. People have been phoning me Street up. food? Yeah, people have been phoning up going, uh, does it include the food? Yes, the food's included. <laughs> and yes, there's a bar there as well. And Joe Sandy. Yeah. <laughs> so there's quite a lot going on. Exactly. Uh, right, going. time for today's test of time. I'm asking, uh, Jamie is on the brand new upgraded buzzer and Hayley. I love this. Is here. I'm answering, answering. the questions. So, question number one. Let's go back to 2010. Who became the first living person to have 10 million fans on Facebook? That was on Facebook. Yes. I read this and thought, oh my goodness, I didn't realise she'd been so, around this long. So That's a little clue. Fans, so is it, it's not friends, it's fans. Fans, on the- yeah. 2020? 20, no, oh, that's, that, that's next year. <laughs> 2010. 2010. Um, Rita Ora. No, it was Lady Gaga. Oh, I did know that. Yeah, it's one of those ones that you possibly might know. In 2009, um, this was open to the public eight e- after eight years of being closed due to security reasons following the World Trade Center attacks. But which well-known tourist attraction reopened in this year in New York? Statue of Liberty. Is the right answer. 
1984. Here in the UK, the government abolished a certain licence. But which licence did they abolish? Now, you should know this one, because I think we did it last year. Same question. <laughs> um, oh, what licence? Oh. You had to have one of these. You had to have one of yeah. these. Yeah, if you had a certain thing, you had to have one of these. You still have a fishing license. You still have TV license. Still have a driving license. Yeah. I'd um, walking license. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> think, think pet. A dog license. Yes. Wow. It was the first time that dogs could drive without having to take a test. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I do remember that from last yeah. week. There's the same so, answer from same, you. Same old jokes as well. <laughs> See, it's all about recycling these days. Uh, 1865, this amazingly well-known book was published. I'll give you a clue. It involved a tea party. Alice in Wonderland. Yes, it was published on this day, 1865, and that is today's test of time. Three out of four, Hayley. That is impressive. That is very impressive. Well done to you. It's uh, quarter to nine nearly. White fibre, a different kind of broadband. Because we care. 